It's uh, 3 o'clock a.m. Monday morning. Welcome to Pierre's Podcast. And today's episode is entitled The Look of Christ. This is episode for July 2015. Don't go away. We'll be right back. people what does Christ look like there are variations in that approach of who he is and how he would appear um, in the natural as a human being to man so when we look at the greats such as Michelangelo from the Renaissance uh, era we can see that Jesus was portrayed in a very European way uh, in terms of his skin color his eye coloring and even his hair texture Jesus was definitely modeled after a European man and then you can go into African-American cultures or even some African cultures um, and you will see Jesus as this dark-skinned, uh, dreadlock-wearing man, uh, very muscular, uh, and portrayed to be of African descent. But we all know that Jesus was a Hebrew. So what did Jesus look like? Who was this man of Galilee? What did he look like? And we know where he came from, but what did he look like in the natural? Well, don't go away. Today, we're going to talk about what Jesus looked like. Right after my man, C.O.G., with today's word. We'll be right back. What's up? It's your boy Godchild the Movement with today's word. Expect great things to happen when you have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Expect the impossible to become possible for there is no other God like our God. Expect to be victorious in your battles and expect your enemies to be defeated. Expect your healing and deliverance and rejoice in the fact that God is able. However, expecting God to move on your behalf without putting your faith in action is a waste of time. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. You must move in faith, not just move your mouth. Don't just hear the word, apply it to your life and act on it. Remove doubt and fear, defeat and failure from every area of your life. Today, begin to see yourself how God sees you and walk in His power and his mic. This has been today's word with your boy Godchild the Movement. It's who he is as an individual as far as his attributes to life based on his um, character. His character is what we want to look at. We want to look at his character. We're going to look at three specific things about his character that matters. And the reason they matter is because it's the same thing we're supposed to be emulating when we look at who he is, right? 
So that's why it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter if, you, if you're Chinese. It doesn't matter if you're Spanish, Mexican, Cuban, whatever, right? It doesn't matter if you're Dominican Republic. It doesn't matter if you're black from Africa. It doesn't matter if you're white from, you know, from, from, from Italy or even from England. The salvation plan grows across the boundaries. It goes across all boundaries. It, it expands way past all borders. Salvation plans for all people. And what matters is, is these three key things. And we're going to look at those today. Look at what Colossians 2, 8 through 9 says. Colossians 2, 8 through 9 says, Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that comes from human thinking and from spiritual powers of this world. That's interesting. I, you know, I read that and I think about that for a second. Don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that comes from human thinking and from spiritual powers of what? This world. This world. Of this world. See, of right here. We prayed earlier and, 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 and we said, you know, this world's going to pass. And because we know this world's going to pass, sometimes we get caught up in, 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 in things of this world. I um, was laughing. I was talking to my best friend the other day. We actually went and had dinner. And uh, very, you know, I told you he's a very rich guy, stupid rich. He is. He's just dumb rich, man. We spent like three hundred dollars, man, just eating a meal, man, like one meal, you know. And this is like whatever for him, you know. what I'm saying, I'm looking like, dude, I spent three hundred dollars eating one meal. I'm not eating for the rest of the month, man. You know, what I'm saying, I'm, I'm nibbling off that. You know, what I'm saying, I'm like taking bites off what's left over. And you know, he's like, good guy, believer. And he's telling me how this house he just bought in West Bloomfield, which I saw, gorgeous house. Pay cash for it, man, you know. Then he went in, man. His budget to remodel the house was, uh, and not even the whole house, just specific parts of the house, was like $100,000. That's what he set aside, $100,000 to remodel his house. He's like, man, I'm way over budget. I am like way over budget. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, you way over budget. But at the end of the day, though, man, what's so crazy is, is that the person that lived in the house before you, the house was fine the way it was for them. Do y'all feel what I'm saying? He just went out and dropped 100 grand because why? Because he wanted it to be for him in this day and age. Five, ten years from now, he sells the house. Some else rich comes along and buys the house. What do you think they're going to do? They're going to tear it down and rebuttal it again, man. You see what I'm saying? And, and I think that what happens is, is, is what we're seeing here, what Paul is saying here is he's saying don't get caught up, man, in this emptiness, man, these philosophies, these high-sounding, this high-sounding nonsense that comes from human thinking and from spiritual powers of this world, right? Then he goes on to say, rather than from Christ, right? Rather, rather than from Christ, for Christ lives in all the fullness of God in a human body. For Christ lives in all the fullness of God in a human body, right? In a human body, Christ lives in all that fullness, he came here in the form of man so that we could see what God would look like as in the form of humanity, in the form of a human man. So we could be able to touch and know who he was. Now, what is the plan, right? What does Christ look like in the eyes of man? Luke, look at what Luke 9, 18 through 20 says. Luke 9, 18 through 20 says, <clears throat> One day Jesus left the crowds to pray alone. Only his disciples were with him. And he asked them, who do people say I am? 
Well, they replied, some say John the Baptist, some say Elijah, others say you are the one, excuse me, others say you are one of the other ancient prophets risen from the dead. Then he asked them, I love this, then he asked them, but who do you say I am? And Peter replied, you are the Messiah sent from God. Explanation mark there. We know what that means, right? When we say explanation mark, what does that mean? He's excited. Boom. He blew it out there, right? He just, with, with force, with energy, a confidence. There's a confidence there, isn't it? There's a sense of confidence there. It wasn't like, eh. Everybody else was kind of like, well, some say you, others say, right? But Peter was like, no, hold on a minute. Hold on a second. You God. That's who you are. Look at what Matthew 16 through 17 says. Matthew 16 through 17 takes the same story, but then it adds this part to it in Matthew. It says, Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Look at what Jesus replied back and said. You are blessed, Simon, son of John, because my father in heaven has revealed this to you. You did not learn this from any human being. When you accepted Christ into your heart as your Lord and personal Savior, that was revelation given from God to you. No man, no man can lead you to salvation. The Bible clearly says some are called to plant, some are called to water, but God brings forth the increase. Let me say it again. The Bible says some are called to plant, so this is what we do. We plant. Some are called to water. This is what some of us other ones do. Some of us other ones water. But God brings forth the increase. When you see people come to the salvation, come to the knowing of Christ and who he is, it's God who's brought forth that increase. Right? It's the Holy Spirit that has touched that individual and has brought that forth. He's given them the revelation to bring that forward to them. This is why when you see Muslims and then they all of a sudden have no inkling of Jesus Christ, and they have these visions and these dreams, and the Lord, is, he shows up to them, and then they wake up, or they, they, they come back to from their vision, and they say, oh my God, I just saw Jesus, he spoke to me. By the way, this still goes on today. Because the Holy Spirit reveals himself to them, Christ comes to them and speaks to them, and they accept him for being Lord of all. There's no questions. There's no challenging. There's nothing that causes them to say, ah, that, that, was just, that was just me. No, because they know it. As believers, we must always remember that Jesus looks like the Father God. We look like Jesus when we emulate him. We are nowhere perfect like the Godhead, and God knows this, by the way. He doesn't expect us to be perfect, right? He doesn't expect us to be perfect. That's what we call grace. Right? We are saved by his grace. And so that's what's happening here, right? What's happening here is we become more perfected, like the Father. So Christ looks like royalty or a king. In the end, in the end, we look like royalty as children of God. So by now you probably figured out that the message really isn't about what Jesus looked like as far as his physical attributes, because that's not really what's important. 
what's important is is he looks like his father from the spiritual attributes and that's what we're talking about today today we are looking at and talking about who christ was in his image of his father and who we need to become to become like the father we must become more like christ which is why you have to accept christ into your heart as your lord and personal savior to become more like the father it's a simple transition but it's one that seems to be so complicated for some people to understand because they're so hung up on doctrine and these things that really don't matter in god's eyesight and here today we're looking at what these attributes really look like and what they really mean you know it's funny because as we become more perfected like our lord and savior as we become more perfected like our heavenly father you begin to realize that the physical attributes aren't as important as people may think after all what dwells in us if we're believers we all know the holy spirit dwells within us and the holy spirit is just that it's the spirit of god it doesn't deal in the physical in the in the physical form it's not a mass a body of mass uh full of water and fluids and blood and you know all those body chemistry makeups that are in every human being's body no what it is is a spiritual being and that's what matters because that's what we will become again when we leave this earth and be with our heavenly father so don't go away i didn't mean to trick you if i thought i tricked you i apologize i'm sorry it's not about christ's physical attributes as much as it is about how we begin to look like christ and how we become like our lord and savior in our actions okay don't go away i promise you you're going to enjoy the rest of this so stay with me we'll be right back after this song check this song out singer look i'm like ink so fresh i can smear it just on my name i already feel it it's like a bullseye on my head that i'm wearing but it's not a bull snap back cap that i'm talking about walking out my faith live from that new york city living where it ain't pretty wash heights where they puff haze play music all night that's why your boy came so we can show him christ y'all don't get it i've been saved living for Spain. switch the name used to go by sea light but then I put it in the grave Cause I'm stepping off stage Still the same dude living What I say up on that mic Cap and gown Graduated now 23 and I'm in a new season Wow, this is crazy God is so amazing He been using all that pain He allowed to shake me Chiseling Every little thing of me that isn't him And sin is still wacker than it's ever been Jesus coming back again When he does all that Oh, I used to go to church stuff is irrelevant Following Christ ain't a one-time event It's a lifestyle, not what you use for your girlfriend So there it is, hope y'all listening Yeah, the same mission, but the team look different Don't believe a lie You're living in a world that's passing by And all the pretty things that you thought would fly You can't take them with you when you die Everybody sing Where they move for I 
window But now out of my window I can see the Apollo I change cities Still people remain hollow Everybody tweet But they don't know who to follow Watch me kick it Salvation minus crucifixion You got a better chance At the lotto with no ticket That's horrific Rhyme for Jesus but flow wicked You hear the truth Don't wanna do it like those dishes News flash, new trash in the media All them old lies Watch what they feeding ya If it's no good Throw it up like bulimia If it's no good Throw it up like graffiti, huh? So think fast, Ramadan, Autobahn Girlies wanna move fast, tryna use their body wrong They getting naughty, but you know it's probably cause They want male attention, cause they find the gun Don't believe a lie, you're living in a world that's passing by And all the pretty things that you thought would fly You can't take them with you and you die Everybody sing To the liars, say hello to the fire Say peace in the storm, gone like it's on tires Thought you was a Don Juan, so you co-conspire with the evil empire Evil Knievel conniving people and putting commas in God's word Careful who you worship when you're waving at concerts My fingers on the detonator like I'm playing a Sega See you later to the hater of love I made a statement because I'm sick of being inundated with the hatred and lust I got kids and they got ears and they be opening up to bright ideas And you feeding them ball, I feed them true Cause I understand speakers a tool, either a key or a noose Either get you out or it gets you through But it all depends on what you get into See that getting is forbidden if you get into that fruit, man Get up in them scripts instead of getting to that loop, man Salute Don't believe a lie You're living in a world that's passing by And all the pretty things that you thought would fly You can't take them with you and you die Everybody say What does it look like? Let's jump into this real quick. What does it look like? What does God look like? Peter's faith made it clear who Jesus Christ was. Your faith should always identify the Savior. Let me say it again. Peter's faith made it clear who Jesus Christ was. His faith. His faith made it clear who Jesus Christ was. Your faith should always identify the Savior. Peter saw Christ for who he was, the Messiah, the one true God who came in the form of man, the man who operated like God, and his faith allowed Christ to help him understand that upon Peter's faith, God could build his church. Now, that sounds a little confusing, so let me read it again. But read it on your own, too, so you can grab it, and the Holy Spirit will reveal to you. Peter saw Christ for who he was, the Messiah, that's who Peter saw him as, the one true God who came in the form of man, right? He understood when Jesus asked, yeah, but who do y'all say I am? And when Peter blurted it out, he understood that because God revealed that to him, right? He understood that God came to earth in the form of man, and therefore he operated like God in all his actions, all he was doing, and all that Christ did, he operated like God. And his faith, Peter's faith, allowed Christ to help him understand Right? 
to help him understand that upon Peter's faith, God could build his church. When you continue reading that verse after, after Jesus tells him in Matthew 16, 17, he goes on to say, yeah, Peter, great, excellent. And just for the record, because of who you are, I'm going to build my church upon that. Not upon Peter. He's going to build his church upon the faith of the believers. See, the church is built, guys, upon the faith of us. It's built upon the faith of us. So when we tell our friends about Jesus Christ in our own way, the beautiful thing about God is he didn't tell us when he gave us the Great Commission. He only gave us one mandate. And you know what that mandate is? Go ye into all the world and proclaim the gospel, preach the gospel. But pre- preach really means to proclaim. It means to exalt. It means to, to, to speak. Listen, guys, I want you to do, all I care about is you doing just one thing. Go into the world and preach the gospel. Preach it to everybody in the world, near and far. And you know what is so beautiful about that? He didn't say how you had to do it. That's the thing I love about it. He never said, okay, so this is how you need to do it, and I need you to do it this way right here, and okay, so that's step one, here's step two. That's what we do. That's what we do. He didn't call us to do that. He just said, listen, go out there and do it. You know why he did that? Because he understood that times would change, and with times changing, technology would change, and with technology changing, you know, it's always evolving. He knew this generation was going to come. So therefore, he understands clearly he has to use the technology that's going to affect your generation. He has to use technology that's going to use your generation. He has to use that. So God's not concerned with you taking, hey, you know what? I got this idea. Uh, Miles is a brilliant guy. Someone use Miles, for, for example. He says, I got this idea, man. I, I know how we can reach more people for Jesus, Right? And, you know, we say, okay, what's up, man? Tell us. All we got to do is blah, 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 blah. And it might be something, you know, dealing with the Internet or whatever, right? And we like, that's a good idea, man. Do you think God's going to reject it? Mm-mm. No. God's like, way to go, Miles. DJ comes in, and DJ's like, Pete. Hey, man, I want to connect with you, man. I want to help you with regeneration. I want to connect with the kids because he's younger and he understands he has a certain way of connecting with you guys, right? Nicole says, Pete, I think I'm called to ministry. I say, great, Nicole, come here and help me out, serve with the kids because we need to impart wisdom, knowledge into them and help build them up. I say, great. So she comes in. So she brings a certain level of experience in her life and her culture and her background, and she therefore uses it to reach you guys and or other young people. DJ does the same thing, him and his wife, right? God's not concerned, guys, with you utilizing your giftings a certain way to affect his kingdom. All he cares about is, are you utilizing your giftings to affect his kingdom? Let me say it again. Are you utilizing your giftings to affect his kingdom? Think about that for a second. Peter's faith made it clear who Jesus Christ was. Your faith should always identify the Savior, right? Look at what Romans 1.17 says. Romans 1.17 says, This good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from start to finish by what? By faith. This is accomplished by faith. 
That's the beautiful thing about this. This is accomplished by faith, man. As the scripture says, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. This is why when I was talking earlier about your works burning up, when you stand before God, because anything you put before God that's not by faith, it's going to burn up. So we have to operate in faith. We got to operate in faith. See, again, don't get caught up in how Jesus looks physically. Get caught up in the fact that Jesus operated in faith because that's what matters. Point number two, Peter's hope in Christ demonstrates the value that God had placed on his relationship with man. Your hope is in who? Your hope is in Christ with God. And that's where your hope is at. Your hope should be in Christ, right? So Peter's hope in Christ, from what he had seen his Lord do, gave him a sense of confidence and an authority to speak boldly in faith that Christ was the Lord God. So Christ looks like hope. He looks like hope. So we know he looks like faith. We know Christ looks like faith. Why? Because everything he talks about is about faith, isn't it? Every time you see God, he was talking about faith. The woman that touched him that had the issue of blood, right? What happened? How did she touch him? Faith. Faith. He walked over there and raised old boy from the dead who had been in the grave for three, three days stinking. And he says, move. <laughs> Walk into the grave, right? And gets old boy up. Hey, right? Calls him forth, doesn't it? That's what the Bible says. Calls him forth. Wake up. Old boy gets up, comes out, and everybody's just awestruck. Isn't that how we are, too? Isn't that how we are? We're the same way, ain't we? God do something for us, and it's always, always amazing how quick we forget that our faith exercised is what brought that forth. Not the fact that we deserved it. You don't deserve anything but death and hell and eternal damnation because that's sin nature, right? And the sin nature in us is what deserves that. But when you accepted Christ into your heart as your Lord and personal Savior, you did it by faith. And because you did it by faith, you therefore receive grace and eternal salvation. Wow. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You know what? We are out of time today, but this is a part two. There's going to be a part two, to, part two to this message that we'll pick up on uh, next month. And I hope you join us next month to hear part two because it'll tie this whole series together as far as in who Christ is and what he looks like inside of the spiritual attributes. If you enjoy Pierre's podcast, man, would you do me a huge favor? And would you like us on our Facebook page? You can go around our Facebook page and you just click on Pierre's podcast and like us. And that would really be a blessing to myself and also to those um, that support this ministry. You know what else, too? If you really have been blessed by this ministry, mom or dad or, or even teenager, and you want to make a donation please feel free to. We are a tax-deductible ministry, and um, we are operated under, actually, the Little People's Bible Hour. So we fall up under their 501c3, and they, of course, handle all of our financials. 
and we would really appreciate it because it helps us with our support for radio. Yes, we do uh, air on uh, the internet as well, but we also do our radio broadcast. And part of our goal for this year is to get on 10 stations nationally. So you can go to my website, pierrespodcast.com. That's P-I-E-R-R-E-S podcast.com. And you can make your donation right there on the website. Or you can also uh, mail it in to P.O. Box 3362 Southfield. That's all one word. Southfield, Michigan, 48037. God bless. See you guys next month. Peace.